This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Welcome to the Brit Rest Roundtable, a special edition, an interview edition, because uh, today we have on for the episode the owner and promoter of the upcoming promotion uh, about to run its first show this weekend, WrestleGate Pro Wrestling. Uh, Gary Ward, how are you doing? Yeah, very well, Rob, yourself? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Looking looking forward to the show. Are you, are you excited for the for the first show? Yeah, yeah, very excited. I mean, we're a couple of days out now, so um, final preparations being put together, sort of as we speak. But yeah, uh, excited to to get there and uh, get everybody safely in the country, and you know all those last minute worries. But um, yeah, really excited for it. I think it's going to be a be a great night. Yeah, yeah. So so we'll get straight into it. There's, I think it's fair to say that since. You first announced your promotion. You've been met with some scepticism, perhaps. And, you know, you're bringing in a lot of exciting talent um, and you've, bu- you've booked a lot of shows out into the future. You know, you've got quite a full schedule ready for 2019. And perhaps due to other promotions in the past where, you know, they've had similar type schedules and things have fallen through. You know, some of the Twitter reaction probably hasn't been as as positive as you would have wanted, I imagine. Um, so that's kind of why we've got you on to kind of let you say your piece okay. and um, you know talk to the people and, and get your side across. So I think one of the big things that that's come up uh, and is perhaps a mis well it's a misperception is that you're someone without much history in wrestling who's just coming in perhaps naively and going to be running shows. Now, I, I know that's not the case. I know you've you've been involved in wrestling for quite a while, but uh, I think it's easy if I just hand over to you and let you explain your history in wrestling up to this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been in wrestling for about three years, so behind the scenes mainly. Um, mo- most of the time, probably 90% of it as a photographer uh, or running social media, running um uh, you know, social media basically on demand services, um, mainly with Southside Wrestling. Um, was with them for about 18 months, two years, about 18 months. And then in between that was just, uh, you know, just a standard run of the mill uh, photographer going from show to show. So, um, yeah, been in wrestling for, for a fair amount of time. In between that as well was um, a writer as well, so did a lot of um, interviews such as what we're doing now and uh, for covering promotions for magazines, um, for um, various websites too. Um, so yeah, in terms of coverage here in the UK, I've had, had quite a fair bit on that. Um, 
I understand some of the uh, the skeptic skepticism, if that's how you pronounce it correctly. I understand that. Close enough. Yeah, um, I've seen some comments made on on online. Um, I would probably say though that not like eighty percent of things I've seen is positive, rather than because it's probably ninety percent to be fair. Um, it's a very minority, um, mainly within the first few weeks. Um, I honestly haven't noticed anything for, for some weeks now. Um, but, of course, I can completely understand that um, due to some histories of other promotions that, that people are somewhat worried or um, want to sort of stand backish or have these concerns. Um, but as I've said in various sort of other podcasts or interviews and things like that, um, I have the ability to promote for the entire year. Uh, financially, we're fine. Um, there's no problems, anything that, uh, you know, that we foresee coming up in terms of finance, which is 99% of the problems that companies have, right? Because they don't have any money left to pay people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have that problem at all. We're, we've, we're booked until December. Um, I can understand perhaps, and this is something that people need to understand that I'm a, I'm new, I'm a new promoter. Okay. So I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to do things that perhaps aren't correct because I don't know any different. So I have done a couple of mistakes, which I think are what people have immediately tried to jump on. Um, I probably shouldn't uh, have announced things so far in advance as I, as I was doing. Um, I think I was announcing up until July back in December. Um, and I think that's when I was really noticing some, some, you know, comments of about us or, or me, and me personally. Um, but that is a, you know, that's a mistake that, that, that can happen. Um, but these people are books and paid for and, uh, you know, in some, some senses they're paid, um, you know, flights and, um, visas and things like that that you have to apply for and, uh, and sort out way in advance. So a lot of these are, are complete. Um, some people that you, uh, especially Japanese talents, you can't actually announce them until you've actually paid for their flight, booked their visa, their hotel. Um, so it's very much the case of you have to pay for all of these things in advance. Um, and being that we're in the, the, we're, we're able to do that. Um, yeah, I was very excited about bringing these people here and wanted to show uh, show my excitement and, and give that to, to people here in the UK and around Europe that and the world really that have the ability to watch Russellgate um, to say that this is what we're trying to do, this is who we are, this is what we're what we're about. It was met with a lot of positivity, but there was a small minority that was more concerned with other aspects or. Um, you know, just wanted to take the mick or the piss out of us and things like that, you know, that you're going to get in, in any walk of life, in any sort of social media demand, domain. And, um, I'm more surprised that we, we got it because I, I never really experienced it with any other startup promotions. And I don't know if it's because of the talent that we were announcing or just how well branded, branded we are that, so we've kind of made a big statement onto the UK sort of scene quite, quite quickly. And a lot of people need seem to know who we are. I mean, so it's um, I think it's a bit of both that 
okay, who, the, who, who are these guys? Who's he? Why can he book these people and nobody else can't? And there's, there's reasons behind that. Um, there's reasons behind it, but I can't put those reasons down in like 200 characters on, on Twitter. So having interviews like this and our documentary and things like that, it's, it's a nice way for me to be able to explain to people why I'm doing it and my reasons behind doing it, you know? Right, good. Um, that's, I think that's straight away answered probably a lot of people's questions that they had going yep. in if they hadn't. <laughs> um, you've ticked a lot of boxes there straight away. I kind of um, knew what the, 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 you know, look, at the end of the day, like, I'm not stupid. I'm a wrestling fan, right? I've been a wrestling fan since I was about four or five years old. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not silly. I know people go, people are in and out, you know, the promotions start, they fail. They start, they fail. Some promotions go on for ages, but they're, you know, they're, they're just above water. Or some promotions go off and be highly, highly successful. Um, I'm not silly in that fact. And I understand as well that some people are slightly concerned and worried. And, that's fine. That's that, that's not a problem. I, I just would like people to have given things an opportunity, or given me an opportunity to a speak, or let's have our first event first before there is this, um, you know, negativity surrounding something that I wanted to do, you know, my whole life really. So um, I know what your questions probably were <laughs> going to be before you started, if I'm honest. So you know, like I said to you before we started recording, there is nothing that you can ask that you can ask me that I'm not going to answer. Um, I've got no problems with anybody or anything. So I'm happy to answer anyone's questions in this constructive way. Um, some things are like you see online. It's like, they, it's not even worth my time getting involved with. And then some people, yeah, I'd like to give them a, a, re- a response. Um, if they come back with, you know, a, a stupid response or something where it's, they're trying to be more confrontational, then that's clearly just their aim, you know. Um, that's the world we live in, I guess, as well. Yeah, I think Twitter in many ways brings out the worst in that kind of, you know, you, you yeah. get a lot of aggressive reactions as opposed to people wanting yeah. to have discussions. But, you know, I guess that's just the nature of the platform. It's funny, you don't get any of that on Facebook. I haven't had anything. I haven't seen anything on Facebook. There's not been one comment on any post I've put on Facebook, and I read everything. Mm-hmm. There's not been one thing on there that's been a negative aspect. Even when we had to pull, well, we had talent pull from our show. I didn't even have a negative fear. The negativity is seen on Twitter, and I don't know if it's because of that platform, but a lot of the a lot of the negativity I've read or seen, I would say again, 99% of it are people that I are nowhere near this country, like on the other side of the world and don't really have any like of their own personal attachment, like their own name or their own pictures. So again, that just brings alarm bells to me as a person anyway, like this person is just looking for, you know, to just to, to, I suppose the word's trolling, I guess, but Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, that, that, certainly comes across in some people some aspects but then there are some people that have made a comment i've gone back with them with you know privately as well um and had and conversations um and then some people some, someone actually was very um uh, um skeptical about the promotion um until he saw the documentary that i recently done uh, and then he he 
direct message me and said I was really skeptical about it, but I'm really into really into what you've what your ideas are, what you're doing, and and being able to see you as a person kind of put me at ease a little bit. And you know that's really what we want with these interviews. Not only promote the show, but people get to know who there is behind the show. Um, which is the which is the crazy thing. So I didn't really want to do that at first, but I kind of feel that's perhaps people are more interested in that as well as the matches, which um, is quite unusual, I guess. Yeah, I guess you you kind of buy into the promotion as a whole, and to do that, mm. you kind of have to buy into the per, the pr- person who's behind the promotion, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, so kind of rewinding a, a bit because we kind of already yeah. covered a lot there. <laughs> right, so. um, back to back to before you were first announced that the promotion was coming out mm-hmm. why nottingham um and and kind of what what do you think wrestlegate's going to bring to british wrestling that isn't necessarily already out there is it going to be that it's specific to nottingham and nottingham doesn't necessarily have um a big promotion there at the moment who regularly which regularly runs there or you know what what's What's going to be different about WrestleGate? So, uh, the, uh, so I'll start with the, the first part of the question. Um, Nottingham, the reason I, I chose Nottingham is, um, I've always, as I said to you before, I've always been a wrestling fan, but I wasn't someone that ever really attended shows. Um, I live in a very, very small town just outside Cambridge. Um, and transportation, we don't even have a train or anything like that. We have really poor transport links here. Um, but we're very close to, to motorways and things. And I grew up in a single parent family without, um, any transport. My mum doesn't drive, my older brother doesn't drive. Um, so it was never the case that I ever got to go to shows. And being that it's a small town, um, there was very, very limited amount of wrestling fans here too. Um, and social media wasn't as big as it is now. So I never really got to go to any shows. And, um, I was, um, a football coach here. And, um, one of my players saw a, I think it's like a post on probably would have been Twitter because I really, I do like Twitter. I'm a big Twitter fan. I must have retweeted or liked something wrestling based. And he actually messaged me and, and was like, Oh, you're a wrestling fan. And I was like, well, yeah, because we just didn't talk about it because there wasn't anybody else here that I knew of as a wrestling fan, but I was always kind of known as a wrestling fan, um, certainly at school and things. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we just started linking up there and went to, sh- to our first show, really, was in Nottingham. First show was at the Rushcliffe Arena where, where we were going to be um, holding our shows. Um, and it was for Southside. I went there and just um, really enjoyed the trip, really enjoyed the surrounding. The, the venue itself is, was lovely. When I saw originally it was in a sports hall, I thought, oh, it's going to be like one of these really old dungy sports halls. It's going to be horrible. It's going to smell. And these are like the things that I grew up playing football in, you know. Um, uh, went there, it's, you know, state of the art. It's a beautiful place. It's got a lovely gym, David Lloyd gym. It's got huge swimming pool it's really modernized and um i was just really impressed with with everything that they did there um and the crowd were really into it too so fast forward maybe sort of you know 10 months maybe um i started working for Southside um behind the scenes and as a photographer and social media and things like that and just you know just being a general help behind the scenes um and they wasn't ever, they weren't running there they didn't run run there at all and i was very keen on pushing for us to go back to south to to nottingham but 
with Southside, they have so many great venues and places up and down the country. You, you can only run a certain amount of shows. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that they didn't want to go there. It's just perhaps it just wasn't timing wasn't working out for them or, or whatever. So, um, I always said to my, to myself that if I was to ever to go, uh, was to ever do my own promotion, that Nottingham and, and certainly there would be my number one priority because there wasn't that type of promotion in the Midlands that I, want to push and, and and my ideas they have some great promotions in nottingham um but there's a lot of them are local are local wrestlers which is fantastic um there wasn't a lot of these international stars coming over and nottingham being in the middle is slap bang in the middle of the country so it's easy access really for anybody um and this is where you come down to like the football stadium right Wembley should be slap bang in the middle of the country, um, in my opinion. So everybody is accessible for everybody, north, south, east or west. Um, and I feel that we're really, really central to the U- you know, to England, the UK. Um, and have a, I had a discussion with with the the guys there at the the Rushkiff, and honestly, they just bit my hand off. They were so so keen on having wrestling back that. I knew from some experience of working behind the scenes that if you've got a venue that's really behind you, kind of half your job's already done because they're going to really, you know, do a lot for you and, and, and support you. And uh, honest, they, they've been fantastic. So it was really a combination of a few reasons. Um, I didn't really think about other promotions in and around the, the, the vicinity of what they were doing. Um, it's more what my idea was, where I wanted it. And if I could do it and, you know, I feel very lucky that we are going to be there, you know, for the whole of the whole of 2019. Great, great. And um, in terms of what WrestleGate's going to bring that's new to the, 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 the wrestling scene in the UK? So we're, I'm very keen on Japanese wrestling. So I'm a huge, a huge New Japan, Dragon Gate, Wrestle One, Noah. Um, I watch all the Joshi wrestling too, uh, Stardom, um, uh, Sheedling. Um, that I've been really getting into uh, recently, the last few months too. So big Japanese wrestling fan. Um, but then I'll really enjoy the young, upcoming stars that are here in the UK that may not just be British, but, you know, have come over, you know, like a Sean Custom, for instance, that's come over and really na- made a name for himself here in the UK. Uh, and, and combining all of these people together, um, a big a big thing for me was to bring these names over that, traditionally have not really been here before or have never been here before and mix them with the next crop of British talent that's unsigned, that's untapped, you know, and have them as our guys and girls to build into future stars that may go off into, you know, World of Sport contracts or Ring of Honor or NXT UK and, and have that ability and um, to be able to give the, these people, you know, a platform to be seen by a, a worldwide audience in terms of, you know, Japanese um with the Japanese stars, the the idea of the wrestling base is going to be highly Japanese influenced with our with our British style too, um, with aspects of MMA, UFC sort of mixed into. So it's going to be have a very sport feel. Um, there will be some elements maybe of co- comedy aspects there because you know it's nice to have a little break in the show sometimes. Of it's hard to sit there for three hours of real just the same type of wrestling so i've tried to mix things up to to really gauge our audience because at the end of the day the first few shows is really just 
my preference. But if my audience don't particularly like that or they want something more of a certain style, um, we have to be able to adapt to that. And uh, I think that the combination of matches that we've got set out gives us an element of everything, but still keeps to our core roots of, you know, Japanese-based influence wrestling mixed with our British, British guys and girls here. And I don't think that really... When you look at some of the other promotions that are bringing in um, uh, imports, a lot of them are very similar, like the same people. Um, so while it's great to see the same person, um, I think there are hundreds and th- you know thousands of people that have not been here that are just so good that I want to be able to give them at least like one one match here and uh, and have that ability to be able to see. You know, see someone from Dragon Gate come over that hasn't been here for years and years, or someone new from Wrestle One and uh, from Noah. I'm trying really hard not to tell you names that I've booked. It's literally nearly dropped a couple <laughs> of names then, uh, <laughs> which would have been uh, good for you, but probably not great for, for me. Um, but just having that ability to bring these people in is just really exciting. And I've used this term a little bit on a few other interviews. It might might answer part of your question very well, and maybe a future question. Um, if you go into Tesco's and you you're going to buy, uh, and you go to the the drink aisle, and there's Coca Cola or there's an American version, you're going to go to Coca Cola, right? You're going to pick that Coca Cola can up mm-hmm. because that's the brand that you're aware of and you know and you trust. So I understand that, but what makes this other brand, this brand maybe as good or better? We don't know because we've not tried it. But something's got to, got to take your interest to there. So what I've tried to look at with WrestleGate is, why would I book the same talent that everybody else is using? What would set me apart from everybody else? Because, and come back to the first question of maybe people are a little bit skeptical skeptical about the promotion. Um, why would you come to my show if I'm booking the same people you could see, you know, 20, you know, 20 miles down the road or down in London, there would be no real reason. So having to, I really focused on top level Japanese guys outside of new Japan that haven't been here before and mix them with the next crop of people here in the UK and give a good mix on that and that I think has set us apart in terms of people's minds and this is why I think we're getting some unwanted attention um, from from these you know some certain uh, wrestling fans but it is all it's all done for a purpose to to get our, gain our name out there and to give an alternative to a wrestling fan like yourself you know, um, I hope that answers the question. I think it's a bit of a long-winded answer, but there's so many different aspects and ways or reasons why I've done things. It's really difficult to mm-hmm. sometimes just to put it all down. You know? Yeah, no, that was that was brilliant. Um, I mean, hearing hearing a deep cut like seedling being being brought up is, I'm I'm sure that's something that's going to excite a lot of our listeners because they'll 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 hear that and go, oh, this this guy isn't just someone who says they're like a a Japanese wrestling fan and maybe watches like the G1 final and the uh, Wrestle Kingdom. And obviously, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that, but. Uh... 
you're, you're as deep as they get. Um, which... yeah, I mean, literally last night I was watching. Uh, I'm a little bit behind because um, promoting is taking a lot of my time. You know, I work a normal day job. Um, I have a two year old daughter. So um, when she's off to bed, then it's sort of WrestleGate time. Um, so the last few weeks have been a little bit busier than I would have perhaps hoped. So I'm a little bit behind on some of my wrestling. Um, but last night I was catching up on Noah. Um, tonight was um, it's planned to just finalise the last couple of uh, shows of Dragon Gate. Um, and then I've got some I've got some Sheedling uh, events to watch, uh, and and they're great. I really enjoy enjoy that type of style of women's wrestling too. Um, so yeah, I mean I hope these these they're, they're not name drops because I want people to think oh he knows what he's talking about. It's just generally what I do watch. So um, uh, yeah, I hope it does get people excited because there are there are things you know in the pipeline certainly. Yeah, that's that's great. That's very exciting. And I guess that kind of one of my next questions was going to be, but you, you've already kind of answered it in that the the whole branding and when you launched with the, the logo and the name, I think you did probably have a few people kind of rolling their eyes and going, oh, look, it's good. You know, I'm sure you you were familiar with Lucha Forever when that was running. And, you know, uh, a big criticism of that was it was a Brit rest show that had Lucha in the name, but wasn't really Lucha. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, you're leaning into the uh, the Japanese aspects. You've got the the kanji in the logo, the Japanese text. Uh, obviously, the the obvious association with the name is going to go to to Dragon Gate. Um, and you know, the, it's you, very Dragon Gate Wrestle One. To be fair, Dragon Dragon Gate and Wrestle One. It's basically that mix, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not. I don't mind saying that. I've said it on every time anyone's asked is they are two big influences in, in my uh, wrestling, uh, you know, f- fan life or fandom or, or however you, you see it or say it. Um, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a little nod to, to what I love and what I enjoy watching. Um, so it's more, um, more of that respect to, to them uh, and to what they've done for me as a fan to be able to sort of say that I, appreciate and love everything that that's been done and how how many hours and years and you know thousands and thousands of matches that have entertained me um is that little nod to 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 the japanese promotions to say you know i'd like to bring some of that that sort of style and that sort that you know to to hear um i understand that and i did and and in terms of the branding everything i did was very structured like i work in marketing basically so i kind of know i feel like i know what i'm doing on that side of things so mm-hmm. I, I i knew after a few weeks of well i knew after three hours because there was some big people in the wrestling industry calling me and i was very surprising to be fair so i knew pretty quickly that this was getting around very fast which is very very flattering you know it's, it's crazy and you know you obviously yourself sounds big Japanese wrestling fan and I hope that you looked at it in a in in however way you wanted to and and I hope that you thought oh these are someone I need to well and obviously they are because I'm speaking to you but I hope that you were very much like I would like to learn more about them because this is all I want I want people to I have no problem with people being worried or concerned 
but at least give us the opportunity to entertain you, show us what we're about. Maybe not in the first few shows, because don't forget, we're trying, going to try and find our feet too and, and listen to our audience there in, in the arena. But over time, just, uh, just to see what we're looking to do and bring in, um, you know, Saturday is a few days away and there's things that are going to be announced there that I hope, you know, again, peak some ears especially with you know japanese japanese wrestling fans basically yeah like um personally and i'm sure it'll be different for every everyone but as soon as i saw uh takashita announced i was like oh this is this is exciting this is different because as you as you kind of said earlier we are kind of blessed at the moment that you know we are seeing new japan guys in the uk fairly regularly now and that's brilliant Mm. and, you know, IPW has the NOAA connection, so you're seeing those guys come in. Um, Strong Hearts have been over a couple of times already with Fight Club Pro, but it, it's that kind of deeper cut, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of people uh, in the UK, or, or even people who will come to these shows, won't be that intimately familiar with, like, a, a Takashita at first, and come away a huge fan, and, and come away blown away. It's It's exciting to have these kind of Deeper cuts, maybe not quite the right word, because you know DDT is a, a massive company, but um... it is. But I don't think it's as well known as perhaps to the wider audience. Um, yeah, it's to um, you know Japanese wrestling fans. You know, uh, you knew who he was immediately. Um, that that did uh, blow up my Twitter feed. I must mm-hmm. admit when I put that out. Um, but there was still some people that don't know who he is. And that's great. That's exactly what I want. I want people to know who he is, and I want people to think, well, I don't know who he is, but why is he getting so much attention? Oh, I need to see him. And then you see him. It's going to blow you away. Like In, in my opinion, like I think he's like, what, 22? Something Might like be that, yeah. A bit, yeah 20, 23. Like, the guy is you know, a bodybuilder, like, bodybuilding champion anyway, but he's he's going to be one of the biggest names in in, in in wrestling, let alone sort of out in Japan. So to have the ability um, to see him on that rise is, is great. And, and this is exactly what my idea is, to have these people that are also on the rise in Japan, but also uh, at the top of their game. You know, Joe Doran, for instance, that I'm a huge fan of Joe Doran. Um, used to love Stan Henson anyway, so very much that type of feel to him. So that's exactly the audience that I'm going for, these hardcore wrestling fans but then other fans that are willing to open their minds and to let let other people and other wrestlers come in and entertain them you know i, I want that i don't want people to think oh, i don't know who he is I'm not interested you know open your minds you know because you might enjoy it. if you don't hey that's cool like you you understand that this type of style isn't for you but at least give that give it a go if it, even if it's just on demand like give it a go because the people we've got coming over, especially from Japan, are going to blow you away. Every single person on there are legit. They're the they're top of their game. <laughs> you keep preempting my questions. It's brilliant. Maybe. I just I just kind of know what. Like, I'm not stupid in terms of what a fan would think because mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I'm a wrestling fan. I still sit here every every day, every single day. I watch wrestling every day um and i still 
you know, get really excited about a match and still, you know, come out of it emotional or, or whatever. And that won't change whether I'm running a promotion or not. Um, I've got a very good way to switch off. So I kind of understand what fans are thinking. Um, because I probably would have thought the same too. Like, oh, wow. Tashita's coming over here. Like, what the heck? Like, who are these guys? And I'd be exactly the same. But I, I legit, and I'm not just saying this because I'm the promoter. I'd buy the ticket because I'd be like, okay, like what are these guys doing? You know. So, so in terms of uh, Durring, I had one one person uh, ask ask me to ask you on Twitter. He was he's a guy who's you know he's obviously not Japanese, but he spends a lot of his time over in all Japan working over their tours. And but he's not a guy who in general works a lot of you know. Over than all Japan, you don't really see him uh, pop up in many right. places. What was, if 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 you can go into it, is was what was the process like of uh, approaching him? Uh, easy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, easy. I haven't had a problem with anybody, and um, I get this question quite quite a lot, to be fair. Um, and yeah, you just ask people, uh, do you know so and so, or you search for them. Um, Twitter and Facebook can be a pain in, pain sometimes, but it's a blessing when you wanna when you wanna speak to somebody. Um, Joe, I believe I have on a social media platform as a friend, so uh, yeah, I just uh, messaged him, gave him. Uh, originally, what you do is you um, you message and say, "Are you able to accept bookings? Are you allowed to speak to us, or do I need to speak to?" And whatever promotion they're working for so that is normally the first interaction uh, other than hi i'm gary from wrestlegate based in the uk blah 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 um and then you go into those details with them um joe's been great yeah joe was uh, joe's been a pleasure to to deal with to speak to it's very excited to be coming over um i'm really excited to have him here especially um he's going to be on our heavyweight grand prix um and it's something as well i wanted to find the best heavyweights that I could physically get here um, from around the world uh, for a heavyweight Grand Prix. I don't know of anyone that does that, uh, a Grand Prix based for heavyweights. So, um, yeah, Joe's been, Joe's been fantastic. But it's the same like with an interview like you've done. You, you asked me. I said yes. <laughs> That's the worst thing anyone can say is no, right, or not, re- re- not respond. If they do that, then... But, you know, that's up to them. But, yeah, it's been easy, honestly. That That's probably the easiest part of it is speaking to talent. It's crazy. <laughs> that's that's an interesting one, then, because it does just beg the question, why is he not used more? Because he's so excellent. But, uh, yeah, um, you, you mentioned the, the heavyweight Grand Prix and that kind of that's that's out in July, I believe I'm right in saying. Yes. Yeah, July 6th, isn't it? Yeah. And you, and you kind of touched on it earlier in when you were talking about, you know, you are only just starting up as a promoter. You d- you have announced uh, quite a long schedule straight away before running your first show. I think you've now got what six, five or six shows up on on the website that you're selling tickets for. Yeah. What was the the mindset there? Because uh, I think a lot of people, you know, I've I've seen it pop up in my timeline, and you know, it, it seemed a little harsh to to immediately go at you for it, but it, I think it's a somewhat valid question. Um, yeah. People saying, why are you selling tickets for so many shows before you've even shown you can run the first show? Yeah, I understand that. And I think when it comes back to the original uh, um, answer I made, you know, I, I'm a new promoter, right? 
I don't know that that's really not the normal thing to do. For me as a fan, if I saw an event and I wanted to go to it, I just I just buy a ticket. Once I got to the point where I knew I had friends that I could go to shows with, and and kind of later on that they weren't able to go to shows, I kind of started going on my own. Um, that was just I just looked at it as a fan from me, like oh that show's coming up, I'm going to book a ticket. That 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 legitimately was it. Um, a couple of people did message me within the within the industry and sort of said uh, probably not the best thing to be doing, and I was like well, why. And then they explained the, you know, other promotions were doing it, and I was like, "Do you reckon this is why I'm getting some shitty comments on, on, on Twitter and things?" And they were like, "Yeah," because other promotions done it, they've went out of business. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Wow, I didn't even didn't even realise because I have I, I've I've booked what I can afford, right?" So, and like I said to you at the beginning, I have to buy things for most of the imports. We have to secure certain things for before we can announce them. So. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a mistake perhaps I did originally. Um, I've tried to, and you, you won't find anything new outside of March being announced. Um, I may go over certain aspects, like I may tweet out about Joe coming again, but Joe's already been announced, so it's, it is what it is on that. Um, I think as well, like, it's probably because I'm still I'm still such a huge wrestling fan that I get excited. Like I'm just I'm excited that Joe Dorian is coming to wrestle in the UK. Like Joe's awesome in my opinion, and what Joe's gone through in his life is incredible. Um, so I think yeah, it was just more me being overly excited. Uh, if I could announce everything that that I've booked, like, it would be would be silly. And now looking at and, and listening to feedback, be it in a negative point as well, and then understanding why that is, and then speaking to people within the industry, I understand why now that's not the norm. So yeah, it was a mistake to do that. Um, so in a way, it's good that people did were a little bit harsh because it made me think, well, why? And now I understand. So it's a, you know, we're all going to make mistakes. There will be mistakes. There'll probably be some, something on the first show that might not go to plan. And it's just about uh, learning from it. You know, you, you don't go into a, uh, into a brand new job and being able to do it, you know, better than the person you're replacing, right? Who's, who's gone off to be, you know, the head of the company or whatever. It just, you're going to make mistakes and you have to learn from it. And yeah, hold my hands up on that one. Probably shouldn't have announced so much, but um bit of a kid at Christmas. Sometimes I get really excited about things. Like there's someone I really want to announce at the moment. And I, and I'm really, <laughs> it takes everything in me not to do it, but I have to do those things now. So uh, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, it is what it is. I guess you can't, you can't still uh, be throwing things out there because it, it, it does water down what you're about to do too. So, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it, you, you learn and I'm learning quickly. So. Right. And I think most people would rather there was a promoter who was excited about what they're going to be booking and, you know, maybe made, you know, what you're calling mistakes. That might even be a, a slight exaggeration because I'm sure there's some people who were, immediately going oh that's brilliant absolutely absolutely to be fair sorry i don't mean to cut you off but but in terms of the heavyweight grand prix um the weekend i announced uh joe i sold out vip front row sold out my vip on it and that's crazy (laughs) 
Uh, and I wasn't, and it's not being done because we need money or whatever. It's like, well, he, the people were so excited, but I just thought, I ha- and I did look around at other promotions and they had a lot of tickets on sale. And I just thought that was the norm thing to do, but I didn't know that wasn't the norm thing to do for a new promotion. So I just put them up, but I, I don't, and I can quickly check, but I'm not, I'm a hundred percent sure I have no VIP tickets left for my heavyweight Grand Prix in, in July. So people are really excited about the the event. So yes, it may not be a mistake in that sense, but it can be a mis- it, it is potentially a mistake in saying I shouldn't be done. Yeah, my heavyweight Grand Prix front row VIP is sold out for July sixth. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, crazy. that's that's great. And I I can imagine, especially for the type of cards you're putting on, where it is very appealing to the the most hardcore fans and the fans who are most likely to travel. With with traveling long distance, like I know, um, I don't know if you know him, but um, Mort from from Denmark is a, a huge Japanese wrestling fan, and I, yeah. I know a lot of these um, these announcements of you know he's he's suddenly deciding oh I need to come to Nottingham, and obviously mm-hmm. for for these big trips that you're going to get yeah. the the most hardcore fans, they do need time to plan. So you know in a, in a lot of ways yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and um, I understand that too. Because again, I, I was the same, so I, I, I would would want time to plan. Like I have a I have a normal life. Uh, I have a have a wife, a family, a, a, you know, a little girl. So, you know, my wife has to ha, does her things. My daughter needs to be covered. So, yeah, it's difficult. You have to plan these things, and um, it wasn't done specifically for that. Um, what I have done since is at least tell people the dates but I haven't announced what the show is. So on Facebook, on our Facebook page, you'll see the dates for the whole year, but post um, July and August, you won't know what the shows are because I'm just giving you the date to have in mind uh, because so you can plan things if you were, were planning to come to the show. But, you know, people like Mort that you spoke about, like I've seen I've seen him on, on, on Twitter a lot. I've seen his comments about the promotion and, you know, about the people we have. So it's great to see people not just based in the UK that want to come over uh, and support, you know, a new promotion. It, it's fantastic to, to see, really. Um, big thing for me, especially with these big tournaments, is having something during the day that where people are traveling um, that they can get a lot more for their money so they're not just coming for an evening show and they kind of sat around in a hotel prior to that like i'm going to try and put on other shows prior to these big big events that gives people more money and, and do you know do very cheap tickets and you know have the ability to, for someone to make a full day of it so i think i think that's really really great as well like especially if you're traveling like we have someone coming from uh, japan um which is incredible um he he messaged me and said i'd like to buy a ticket and I actually thought it was someone, mate, someone messing around. But so I just sent in the ticket link, and generally, yeah, he's from Japan. He's coming just for the show, which is mental. Yeah, that's that's wild. That's that's yeah. true commitment. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's that's really cool. Um, so we, we've talked a lot about the the wrestlers you're going to be booking from Japan already, but um, another thing I want to touch on is um, already you've announced quite a few associations or like connections with with other promotions around Europe. Obviously, you've got um, you've already had a match kind of 
like a match under your banner at Frontline. Um, the, the promotion in Italy, I believe, and then you've also got something going at Wrestling Colt. Uh, would you? Can you talk a little about that? So these these are just um, contacts that I've had within wrestling, being a, a photographer basically or a writer. Um, I covered WXW for um, Total Wrestling Magazine. They invited me to 16 Carat last last year, um, and I I covered the, covered them all the time, every show, everything they did um, for for a good good year, 18 months. So I got a good relationship with them being built. Um, and I always saw these relationships that I then gained out in America or, um, you know, in other parts of, of Europe where promotions would send me their on demand for free and that they would ask for feedback. So I did this, I think at one point it was 22 promotions I was covering, um, which I kind of had to, I was starting to struggle a little bit, if I was honest. It was getting a bit much. And not all of them were for public release. It was literally given my opinion as a fan to the promotion. Um, but I just watched their shows for free. So I always saw that is really good that we're all coming together and we'll, they will come into me asking my opinion. And I always looked at, why aren't you doing it to each other? Um, and the NWA was a big thing that I liked when I was growing up and, you know, you see Ric Flair going to different parts of the country under an NWA banner. And I always thought that was so cool. That was great that he got to go in there as the, as like someone else's champion and things like that. And they had these relationships and I always really enjoyed that. And, um, it was always something that I wanted to do. I never expected to be able to do it very, this quickly. And, the, the three promotions actually approached me. Um, I expected it to be all me, you know, me contacting people, me doing these things. So I had plans of certain people that I wanted to speak to, but it wasn't something I ever thought would happen immediately. And it, and it has, I think, that the branding and who we're bringing over, um, you know, the the biggest companies in, in the UK or the big, the, you know, the biggest promotion in the UK outside of NXT UK, they've messaged me about, people I'm bringing in, you know, people out in Germany, the biggest promotions there. Um, they're all, they're all speaking to me about, you know, what we're doing and then other promotions are wanting to, to link in with us. And it, it, it's really great. And uh, the, uh, I really like that we're all kind of sticking together as a, like a team, like, because it is, it's a family thing, you know, we should give each other feedback, help each other with sales tickets and things. If for instance, wrestling cult, they've just, had a, a changeover at, at the head of the promotion. So Rob there has just taken over. And I actually, when I was in 16 Carat, went to their show um, because a friend of mine, Senza Volto, was, was there and I wanted to see him in the morning um, before the, the, the 16 Carat second show. And, um, yeah, Volta introduced me and said, like, he's a photographer from the UK. Um, and they let me photograph the show. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. And we stayed in contact ever since. And he asked me opinions and things and we went back and forth. And he, he, uh, asked my help of booking talent in the UK. And then it was just a natural, let's work together. Let's, let's do something together. Cause if I can promote wrestling cult here in the UK, People might want to watch, people will want to watch their show. It's great for their business. 
it's great for the talent on their show that are maybe upcoming German German uh, wrestlers like you know Julian Pace for instance who's very heavily influenced there so it's good for cross promotion good for talent being seen in other uh, domains that they may not have already been seen and um, it gives traveling fans the ability to come to our show and see oh these guys from wrestling car are pretty cool like that's a great match huh? i want to see that i want to go and watch that and um, because as a fan that was what i was like i didn't know about wxw if it wasn't for for david star because i'm a big david star fan and so i would try and watch a lot of his matches and i didn't know about wxw until i followed him so i kind of see that analogy with other aspects as well like say for instance you are watching a Wrestle WrestleGate show and I've got uh, someone from Rising Sun on there that you're not aware of, but then you become instantly a fan. You're likely to go home and then want to watch more of his shows, which hopefully makes you a fan not only of him, but of that promotion that he's promoting, and it's just good for everybody. Um, so it was, it's always been an aspect or something that I really wanted, and I want to cover the world um, with it. There are three other people that I'm speaking to, um, and I hope to be able to announce one one other pretty soon. Um, and it's just fantastic. We're all kind of wanting to be together uh, and and help each other and things like that. So yeah, I'm really excited for those 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 things were really cool for me. I really really was really excited when these came off. I'll, I'll be looking forward to those announcements then, definitely. So so it's kind of whenever you're talking about British wrestling at the moment, it's kind of almost the 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 elephant in the room or the the, the shadow looming over somewhat um, in NXT UK and the whole contract situation there from from what everything you've said it it seems like this is not something that you've just you know snapped your fingers and come up with recently this is something that's had quite a lot of planning go into it um, yeah. you know you were booking out guys for quite a while and the latest kind of change and changing a lot of the NXT UK contracts was, you know, only, what, a month or a little over a month ago now. A big change yeah. in, like, the, the whole dynamics of the way British wrestling had to work. How Has that affected you yet? Obviously, um, it, it immediately affected you with, with Jordan Devlin on the, the show for this weekend. But how have you been able to navigate that so far? Has it been a big change like from what you initially were planning to um, maybe you su- suddenly you found out you wouldn't be able to use certain guys as much. Uh, overall, how how has it been running into that and running into those changes? Uh, yeah, definitely not upset. Um, I know I've worked with everybody that I'd booked in terms of that's on a WWE contract or NXT UK contract. So um, it was Jordan Devlin and Zia Brookside. Um, Zia, I know a lot better than Jordan um, just because of my friendship with, with, with her and uh, I, I done a lot of photography with her, etc. So uh, that was a little bit of one that I was a bit more ups- not upset, but I was a bit, ah, oh, you know, I really wanted her on my show just because of that friend, friends aspect of it, I guess. Um, but I'm uh, made up for every single person that has a WWE NXT UK contract. Like brilliant really really pleased for everybody it's great for them it's great for uh the uk in general and it's great for the next crop of people that i'm targeting because there's a big gap now there's a gap and there's things being open for these guys and girls where they're 
they're going to want to come and smash it, smash them doors down. And they're probably going to be putting on and trying even harder than they already were to then be noticed because they know that this, that carrot that was always, oh, we could maybe one day get to the WWE actually is, no, we actually have a chance. Because, you know, 10 years ago, nobody was really having a chance. It's legitimately, it's on your doorstep now that you can do it. So um, I think that's really good for a lot of the, the promotions, certainly for me. Um, Zaya had to, was pulled immediately once these contra- the new contracts was put out. So um, I knew before it went out to the public. So she was very uh, kind enough to tell me, um, which was quite funny because she told me, and I sat at work and I was like, ah, oh, well, who am I going to book? And literally, and this is no word of like, two minutes later, I had a message from Yule, who is a replacement, it's not a replacement, uh, you know, who's who's come into the match saying that she was available. And I was like, yes, literally within two minutes, it was crazy. It's like someone had, I don't know, done me a favor upstairs. And I was like, okay, yep, you're in. Just do it. <laughs> it was, that was the easiest changeover I had to deal with. Um, Jordan, I spoke to Jordan, he uh, was told, and the WWE um, said he was okay to do this show and this show only, um, so he was allowed to do January 26th, um, so we carried on with our promotion with him, um, promoting the shows, etc. Um, we had clearance on it, but uh, about what, a week, 10 days ago, um, he was pulled from the show, um, he's been pulled to go to America uh, for this weekend, so... It, it's one of those things. Um, he's contracted to them. They they say what happens. Uh, so yeah, that was a little bit of a little bit of a kick in the teeth. Um, I had some people in mind that I was interested in maybe working with, um, but I was very cautious again to looking at people under that banner. It does make you slightly cautious um, about who you're looking to potentially uh, book, mm-hmm. uh, but. You know, I, there is, unless they're under a contract at the moment, I think you're silly not to just carry on, carry on as you are. Um, and I think that then, and I have been, it's, it's a good idea to at least ask the question, is there anything coming up? Because we spent a lot of money and you spend a lot of money on promotion, um, advertisement, um, you know, uh, posters and, eight by tens and marketing stuff that you, you, you can't get back. So you need to be smart with that in my, for me. So yeah, it was a little bit, well, I was a little bit, um, for like two minutes, maybe a bit, oh, I've just lost my main event, but it was but Jake, Jake's here. Jake's free. Jake McCluskey's free. Jake's su- such a great wrestler down South a lot. Hasn't been really introduced to this Northern Midlands audience. Now's, now's the time. Go in there with Chris Ridgeway, that I think is one of the best in the, best in the, uh, best junior heavyweight around, one of the best in my opinion. I think it's fantastic. So, yeah, it was, a, I don't really have any, not really had any problems other than that. Um, it doesn't, uh, make me want to not book anybody in the future like that, but I was very much the case where, where we spoke about earlier of the, the pet, the, you know, Coca Cola or like a, a different brand. Um, why would I book all of these NXT UK people or people that were under that banner before the contract changed when you could probably go down to progress and watch them? Um, because progress are everywhere. So 
I understand that as a fan, you would choose Progress or another, you know, similar promotion that booked these talents. You would pick them over Wrestlegate because you trust that brand. That brand. You don't know who Wrestlegate are, so that trust aspect hasn't been built yet. So I was very, I understood that. Um, I don't see why you wouldn't travel to Sheffield or Manchester where they perform under that banner over us in Nottingham. Um, why would we be different? Why would you want to pay your hard-earned money for, for us? Um, so I was very much, I didn't want to use a lot of the, lot of these, um, these people. Um, not because I think their uh, talent isn't great because I do and I love all of them that have got it. Um, I just wanted to be different. Um, and I think that it's been successful so far in terms of the, the, the branding and the, the, the reactions. And that I've not had to deal with really major pullouts. I haven't really had to restructure my show in any way, um, other than January, because post January, I didn't have any, anybody associated with the WWE under that contract booked. There wasn't, apart, actually, Jordan was actually on one other show. It was in March, but it was a, it was a change again. So yeah, it's, uh, it's not been a problem at all, really. Um, to answer, the, to be a long winded answer again. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's good. It'll be a big big opportunity for 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 Jake, um, and it'll be a, interesting to see how he does there. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just for Jake, but everybody. You know, I, I think it's if anything, it's given everybody a little bit more of a not like a kick up the arse or anything, but uh, to say that if that if your dream is to wrestle in the WWE, like now is there is no better time than you can re you can live your dream. Um, so it's I think it's given everybody a, that. That carrot is definitely right in front of you now that you can achieve those things, and I and I can't see that not being good for smaller promotions or startup promotions like us, because this, people want to are going to want to go in there and really have these outstanding killer matches, even to you know lengths and and really try and promote themselves and really get out there more because they they know that that part, that dream is is potentially there. So I think I think if anything, it's a good it's a good thing. And I, I guess you could kind of say that in, in more than just, you know, make a lot of people dreams probably are WWE, but say, you know, Ridgeway's been, been quite open in the past saying his, his dream in wrestling is to make it over to Japan. And, you know, it's with guys like Osprey and, and Sabre that that route is perhaps more obvious and, you know, it's nothing's easy in wrestling, but it's probably easier than it's ever been or a more clear path there. So. Yeah, I think it's a it's really to go anywhere at the minute, right? Like for the for the guys and the girls, um, stardom are very seem to be really keen on a lot of the British talent. Mm -hmm. I'm really pleased that Sadie Gibbs is out. There. I think she's still out there at the moment. I think she comes back in a couple of weeks, but it's great that she's out there still. I think she's out there for another month actually. Um, but it's great that she's out there and getting an opportunity because she's phenomenal. Um, and it's great, you know, Jamie Hayter out there and Aisha Raymond's been out with, uh, with Shadling. Um, it's fantastic. And, and obviously Millie McKenzie been a junior champion at the minute. It's just incredible that you can literally go anywhere at the moment. And, um, it's fantastic. And people like Jake and Chris and, um, just, I'd love to see them out there. Really would. Robbie X for me as well. I, I would, I'd do anything to see him out in Japan. Um, but I think it's one of the best we have in the UK. Um, and it's just, it's great. It's a great time to be in the, into being wrestling. 
Um, it's great time to be a promoter and it's great time to be a wrestler. And the best, best of all, and the most important thing, it's the best time to be a fan because everything's so ex- accessible. Right, right, yeah. Um, speaking of accessibility, um, <laughs> and a, a very, very blunt segue there, but, uh, say, say someone can't get to, um, Nottingham or for one of these shows, maybe wants to go to a future one, but wants to, to check it out as, as soon as possible. Um, in terms of digital distribution, I, I, I see on the, on your website you have got a link to to an on demand which goes to Pivot Share um, that's got your uh, the first episode of the documentary up so far. Uh, is that the way you're going to be going there, or is there, is there anything else um, to talk about in in terms of digital distribution? Yeah, so that's going to be our main one for us. Um, but we are we have signed. Uh, three deals with other on-demand services and we will do like dvds for events um for you know people still like to do dvds uh, but the are uh, mainly are uh, if you want to see our show it will be first on our on-demand service uh, it will then be on um, nothing else on tv it will also be um distributed out on a sep another um on-demand service which will be announced shortly um which is a is a big um is a big platform uh, so that's going to have a special um announcement and then i'll let you know first i guess we're on amazon prime um if you search for us i believe oh wow wow tomorrow i believe tomorrow i could be wrong as far as i'm aware we're still publishing our material so the documentary is on there for free as well but we will be going on amazon prime as well so um i guess that's a, an exclusive for you i guess but yeah nobody knows about that um yeah so we're a bit we're on amazon prime too um uh, so yeah you you can see us everywhere and i really want to make it cheap and accessible for people i want to make it affordable um there's so many people that have messaged and said i really want to come to the show but times are hard at the minute and i can't really afford it and you know and i understand that you know being a family man too um so i'm I'm really keen on making it you know cheap for people to be able to rent the film or rent the 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 event or buy it but to make it just cheap for everybody that hey this i was wondering about these guys this give it guys only a couple of quid you know let's have a go on it um but yeah that the, we're going to be on a lot of platforms which thinks which is good yeah um hear, hearing that it's going to be on amazon prime is really cool because that's uh yeah that's, that's a place that you know stuff places like netflix and amazon prime video that obviously wrestling in many ways almost pioneered the like on-demand subscription service ahead of a lot of other areas um yeah. but it is cool to to see because you probably will find people who have almost never watched indie wrestling and they're just kind of browsing through their Amazon Prime and they'll just stumble yeah. upon it. And, you know, as as many new ways you can find, the better. You could be looking for a film. You're a WWE fan. You don't really watch independent wrestling. You think, well, what's these guys? Wrestlegate. And you see a big lion on there. And you think, oh, let's have a look. Um, yeah. And it, you could become a fan out of it. You know, if one person watches it, it's worth it. Um, that that's the case. That's the scenario on all on all of our platforms. Even if one person watches it, enjoys it, that's it. Uh, honestly, and it's the same with the shows. If you can just come to the show and for three hours, 
forget how bad a day you may have had or a bad week or if you've had a great week it may, it's made even better but you can just switch off and just be entertained for three hours and come out or after the show because I'm going to thank everybody as well I'll be at the you know thank you for coming even if one person was like mate I felt that was a brilliant I really like I forgot something happened or oh, this is just top my week off I've had the best week you know that's that's it you know it's made um, that that is all I want to do is just entertain people, have in, have it there. Um, and for personal, you know, I've had some bad dark times in my life, and wrestling's always got me out of it. And I think that this is the biggest thing that I can do to to make an impact is to push my ideas and my dreams into what other people um, have as a as a getaway, I guess. You know, wrestling is that escape from real reality at, at times. You know, that, that, that is it. I just want one or two people or you watch it on on demand and you just oh, enjoyed that. That was great. You know, that's it. That's the, that's the dream, I guess. You, you've announced kind of an association, um, that you're going to be starting immediately ahead of your first show with, uh, Messy for Mind. Um, could you talk a little about that? Yes, it's a mental, uh, mental health, um, charity, um, guy on there, um, He's a lovely guy. He's been talking to me. Um, he actually announced a, um, he was going to do the Messi for Mine with Jada, who's our ring announcer. Um, I, look, I had a quick look because he, he tagged us into into it and I had a quick look at what it was based for and it was people, you know, maybe suffering with depression or um, any form of mental health that isn't essentially visible. Um, there's so many mental health and so many illnesses that are not visible. Um, and he's he's done some great interviews online. I was watching one the other day where he was talking about his own um, problems he may have had in his life and and how he wanted to to be uh, a focal point for other people when they're struggling. And uh, yeah, I've had some some problems and you know problems. I guess is the wrong word, but I've had some areas and you know I suffer sometimes quite badly with anxiety or, or depression. And um, for me, it was always wrestling got me out of that. Um, if I was having a bad day or a bad week, I put wrestling on and that always helped. Um, or the, for whatever reason, it was there in my dark times and it's there when I'm, you know, loving life and, you know, fit and healthy and, and things like that. So when I saw what his ideas and what he wanted to do, uh, immediately I said, okay, what can we do? Um, so he, he said, are you happy to get gunged? And I was like, okay, let's do it, you know. <laughs> Let's chuck five litres of gunge over me and let's, let's make a, a stand and, you know, all work together and try and raise some money for, for the charity that he's doing. So, um, the idea that we haven't, I haven't put out or anything, but the, I haven't told anybody, but the idea on the day is to basically sell a raffle ticket. Um, there'll be three winners because there's three participants. So there's Jada, who's the ring announcer, uh, Bad Bones, John Klinger. Um, and then myself, and then out of the three winners, the fan, you know, for instance, I pick your number out, you get to choose which one of us that you gunge, so <laughs> you, we'll let you gunge us at the end of the show, um, yeah, and then all money we take from that raffle would be given to Messi for Minds, um, you know, to continue their great work, so yeah, I'm, ex I'm excited for that too, um, I've taken, a, we're doing a lot on the, on the day, there's a lot of things happening, um, but it's a dream come true for me to be able to do it, but I think probably, and it is the most important 
important thing is is um, is Messi for mine. It's like WrestleGate is second um, on Saturday to to that charity and that um, and supporting them. Yeah, that's that, that's excellent to hear. Um, you know, I'm I'm sure you know myself included. So many people listening will have gone you know through through their own struggles and yeah. I think it, it is almost almost surprisingly, but when you're in it, not really, but almost surprisingly frequent how often you do hear that wrestling has been a big help to a lot of people yeah going through these sorts of things so to to kind of have that link back it's you know i I, i'm fully behind it definitely yeah it's lovely i think any form of entertainment does help and it does depend on what what it is for you football might be for some people or movies or or whatever but um, wrestling's just always been there for me and to be see someone that also had that uh, and has had that um, it's great and for instance like even if there's someone at the show that may be going through that right now and we're standing there like look we're all together here yeah if we're a family like my dms are, are open like i haven't blocked or, or cut my dms off on any of my social network social media yeah they're open you're having a bad time or you're having problems with with them i can talk to you about my experiences you know i don't um i have some days where i struggle um, but I'm quite open and I'd be happy to sit down and talk to anyone, even on a platform like this, like however many people are listening to this, um, I'm quite happy to talk about those things because we need to all talk about it. We all need to be together. And if wrestling helps you, like this is a big thing that I want to be doing with WrestleGate. Like I want you to feel for three hours, even for three hours that, you know, you've forgotten about why you, why you were having a, you know why you were down or why you're anxious or why something was happening in your life and you can forget for three hours even if it's for three hours that's a release um so um yeah uh, i'm really passionate about that and to be able to work with them is is great and uh, it, it won't be you know it won't be one and done we're, we'll continue to do something and you know hopefully we can do something every month where we can continue to support support the the charity and maybe even proceeds from our ticket sales or something that we can do to keep supporting um because at the end of the day it's a, it's it's a it's a, an illness that we all need to accept and understand um and the more charities we have like this, the better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, that's that's great to hear. And, you know, yet another thing to, to, to be looking forward to um, for, for this No, It's going to stink, probably, isn't it? I don't even know what Gunslu is like. <laughs> I've, I looked at it and I thought, oh dear, um, I need to remember to bring a change of clothes, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to being gunned, so I'm looking forward to supporting a charity, but I'm sure whoever's chucking a bucket over me will enjoy it. Turn you on to, to full promoter mode. Okay. I'm sure you've, a lot of a lot of people already just hearing your passion for wrestling through this will have already been sold on the the show and the promotion but uh this um you know if if they're on the fence i'll I'll give you a chance now sell sell your show for this weekend well i i've been asked this a few times and i I always do come back to the same comment uh, that i've just said like if you're having that bad day a bad week you know and you and you need a release or you you want to cap off a, a great day come and see something that you perhaps have not seen before um it's going to be very and if you are a hardcore Japanese wrestling fan or you're very much, or even, you know, a, a, a casual uh, wrestling fan, there's going to be things on that show that you're going to enjoy. 
there's things on there that's going to surprise you. There's surprises in stores. There's there's going to be some hard hitting action. There's going to be some high flying things and uh, moves that you'll probably never have seen or seen live. And there's going to be all sorts of things happening. Um, and it's just a case of getting behind something new, something something different. Okay, we're all together. Like my, as I said to you, uh, literally like, what two minutes ago, my DMs are open, so I run everything associated with wrestlegate so if you get a response that's from me there's nobody else replying okay if you get any any form of notification or anything that's from me so if you want to see a wrestler you want to see a match let me know I'll, i'll do everything in my power everything to make it happen i'm a wrestling fan okay i love professional wrestling wrestling is the only thing i've ever wanted to be a part of since i was eight well seven or eight years old if you watch the the documentary you can see that see that in full fact that that is this is literally all i've ever wanted to do um and i and i trust me that i'm going to make this the, the the best thing that i can physically do and afford and i want everybody on that ride together so if there's somebody that you want to see a match you want to see hey hit me up Let's do it. Let's try and do it, you know, within reason. Don't ask John Cena or something because I can't, can't afford John. <laughs> you know, we couldn't do that. But, you know, within reason of these things. But Saturday, Saturday's the start. Be be there at the start of something special, you know. I think a lot of people, especially when you look at progress, how amazing progress has been for the last five five years that they've been together. I bet a lot of the hardcore fans that are there now that go in week in, week out, or month in, month out, wish they were at the beginning. You have an opportunity to do that. You, there's a documentary there that you can see. It's eight minutes long. There is no wrestling promotion around that, is, that has a documentary from the very first day that they started all the, all, uh, and continuous. You can follow us from anywhere in the in the world from behind the scenes to in front of the camera, everything. So it's a, it's we're all together. It's DIY. Let's let's all do it together. Let's enjoy it. Have fun. Three hours. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Shout what you want. Sing what you want. Drink as much beer or alcohol as you want. Eat as much food. Um, but just have fun and come out of there and and feel that. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy I came. And if you're not, that's good. That's cool too. If you, if you're a casual wrestling fan and this type of style of wrestling isn't for you, thank you for at least giving it an opportunity. Um, and maybe it might be something you're enjoying in in the future. Um, but yeah, I, I would really, really like to to go out with a bang. We're really close to selling out. Um, I'd love to sell out my first show, obviously. Um, but I would really love for people that are not overly familiar with this type of style to come there's a couple of people there's a there's a guy in nottingham that's done a little bit of work for us um robert he's a really lovely guy um he doesn't know a lot of these wrestlers on here and he wants to give that an opportunity um he doesn't know some of the wrestlers wants to see them for the first time to see if he likes his style that's exactly what i want from people just give it a go if you don't like it it's it's fine you know but give it a try give it a try um and i'm sure you won't be disappointed have I sold it to you, Rob? <laughs> That's a hell of a sell. That's a hell of a sell. Are you coming? <laughs> oh, I, yeah. You know I'd, I'd bought a ticket a while ago. But, um, <laughs> I've yeah. seen your ticket. I know you're coming. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's January twenty sixth. So this yes. weekend, this Saturday, no, this Saturday, yeah, yeah this Saturday. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I do want to quick 
uh, commendation because so many British wrestling com well wrestling companies across the board, but especially British wrestling companies, it's so hard to find a card for their shows. Like maybe that's a, that's a bit of a beg um, like a pet hate for me simply because you know with this show we do end up previewing a lot and so we're searching out cards more often. But but with with your website, it's it's so easy to find cards and that's that's so nice. That's so nice. A big thing for that is I don't know if you know Tony Tony Quantu who write, writes for the Mirror um, with mm-hmm. the wrestling. Uh, so Tony, I've known Tony for a long time. Um, Tony. Um, wanted to help out um said he would like to write some some stuff for the website in terms of event previews um then tony's gone above and beyond really what i would have expected from anybody um and this is kind of just testament to him as a person but every time i announce something he updates it i i I can't even get on my website quick enough because he's already done it that's that's crazy um i think i'm just quickly back to what you were saying where it's hard to maybe find a card Try and remember that a lot. Of, there are sometimes that a lot of people get, are, might get injured, might get pulled off of a show, so it can be quite difficult to keep these match graphics prominent and out there. Um, I've also quite handy with with, uh, with graphics. But I have uh, the best, in my opinion, James Bragg that does our graphics. He actually just drops everything he's doing for this promotion to make a new graphic for us so i'm very very keen on having that accessibility to you all because you may have never heard of wrestlegate you may have just seen a facebook post or a twitter post and sort of said oh who's these i want to see what and you can't find anything and if i can't get you within those first sort of minute or so if you've been able to see what what we've what we're doing potentially can you lose you as a fan um, so I'm very, very keen on trying to make it as accessible for for you and for everybody as possible f- to be able to see what you're potentially going to get on that show. So um, it, I would probably put the praise to these two guys over me on that on that sense. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, um, I appreciate that you uh, that you've found the website and our graphics um, it, really accessible. So that's, that's great. Yeah, and uh, you know you can you can find all that that information up at uh, www.wrestlegatepro.com. It's a really you know, it's for and I think across the board one of the real strengths of so far we kind of already touched on it a bit, but just has been your branding and that everything looks super professional and that's not always something you can say for for a startup uh, wrestling company. So it's that's definitely been a positive. I think that might be some reasons why we may have got some unwanted attention um the 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 funniest comment i read and i really want the funniest comment was um this could just be uh, a graphic a a good graphic designer's game so here they think i'm playing (laughs) a game graphic designer like i took that really complimentary because i'm not a graphic designer i've done a few bits of graphic and it was actually a graphic he i did that this person was commenting on and i found that a very i, I really like that comment though is you know negative negative but um i'm very being a photographer um that's basically what i've done that that's what i've done with in resting right um for me your photography and the way that everything looks needs to be at the very top that you can physically, physically afford um, for this particular reason. I, I know marketing. I'm pretty good at it. I feel, well, I feel I am because we've got so, got a lot of attention on it. 
but I don't think I would have got that much attention without how good our branding in. And again, that comes down to our graphic designer in James Bragg. Um, I, if I had any advice to anyone with it, and this is really strange of me trying to throw out advice to people, but you need to have somebody that understands you and what you like. I literally gave James four words for a logo. And, and this is the only logo we did. He did it one and done. I made no changes to it. He got everything absolutely spot on because he understands me and my likes of wrestling. Um, and I think that's why it's really working for us. Um, we've got just the best in, in what they do. And then someone with just a, a, a childhood dream that just wants it to do so well um, that, you know, in, in myself. So, yeah, I really do appreciate you having us on and enjoying like what we're doing so far. And, you know, with, with the brand in this system, I appreciate the feedback we've got because that's been the biggest thing for us. Um, it's great. Really, really proud. It's very, very surreal. You've just said it's on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd say I'm running a show on Saturday. Never thought that was going to happen, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah, well, uh, thank you so much for coming on. You've answered all, all the questions I've had and, you know, many, many more things and just made me more and more excited for, for both this show and seeing how the promotion goes uh, going forward. Um, so so thanks for coming on. Um, do you have anything you want to plug in terms of socials and that sort of thing? It's just legitimately that, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, WrestleGate Pro, um, website, WrestleGatePro.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Gary R. Ward. Um, as I say, everything's open. Any feedback, concerns, hey, throw it over. I'm, I'm an open book, as you hopefully can tell by this. And, you know, give the documentary a, a watch. Um, you can see it on YouTube. Um, Wrestle Talk TV, who averaged like 9 million views a, a month, which is insane. Uh, actually took the documentary as well. It, it was seen by 35,000 people in, in, in 24 hours. So, which is just beyond our wildest dreams, I guess. And give, give the, uh, give the documentary a follow, uh, a, a watch. Um, you'll learn a little bit about me and about my passion and things. And hopefully that will start to take any worries away. And if you can't make the, the first show, that's fine. Um, it's going to be available for you to watch. I hope probably Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. Um, and I, I hope everybody enjoys it. So yeah, if I, I just appreciate everything that we've had so far, I appreciate being invited on shows like this that, uh, yeah, it's a more of a honor for, for me really, um, than, than anything else. So yeah, I really appreciate you having us on. The, the, the pleasure is ours. The pleasure is ours. <laughs> And thanks everyone for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed that interview. First time I've really done one of those. So hopefully you enjoyed it. I know I probably wasn't the best, but uh, Gary was such an open book that I, I think it worked out pretty well. Not entirely sure when we next be on for our next episode. Still kind of scheduling that one, but it's probably going to be the Britties sometime in early February. Until then, goodbye.
credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.